You're listening to the Communicate with Confidence podcast with me, your host, Luke Maxwell. This podcast is dedicated to helping you build your confidence, increase your communication skills, and implement practical business strategies. In this episode, we're here to talk about something near and dear to my heart, and that is PowerPoint. Oh my gosh. PowerPoint during public speeches now oh my gosh I don't know about you but I hate it when people when speakers use PowerPoint most of the time I would say 90% of the time I say use ineffectively because here's the reason is that people use PowerPoint right in the in that 90% of doing it wrong they use it as a substitute for part of their speech instead of an addition to an already completed and finished speech. I think this is the most important thing that I could possibly give to you is that when using PowerPoint, the goal isn't to have it like be half of your speech. The goal is to have a speech and then use different props and different things to add on to it. The same thing goes for PowerPoint. It's an addition, not a part. And this is really important to understand because obviously some things such as like, let's say like the Google I.O., like it just it just happened. Having a display to show all the features is really important, right? That's a very that's that's crucial, right, to showing them. But a good speaker could do without. So it's not necessarily that is it is absolutely vital. You cannot give the speech without. But in situations like that, it it'd be dumb not to have a power have a presentation, right? Just because that's the thing. But for most speeches, right? That's I mean I assume most of you aren't one of the three people presenting at Google I/O or any uh, conver- uh, conventions like that. But for your speeches, I'm, let me be clear. I'm not saying don't use PowerPoint. Because that was my stance originally, and I have changed because I saw it used effectively. But that's my point. So you, let me guide you through this, because it's it's one thing just to say, well, use it as an addition, not a part. It's another thing to actually do it. Now, you might um, notice I have this speech. I'm trying to export my video. My computer is not being nice to this video file. It's not exporting it, so I can't put it up on YouTube yet. I'll try again today when I'm doing other stuff, see if it works. But if it does work, this will be up on the show notes at loopdmaxwell.com slash podcast. Um, if not, there'll be a little um, unhappy face there. <laughs> um, but I recently gave a speech to a marketing class. And I used a presentation because it added greatly to my speech. I was able to demonstrate solid points. I was able to help them memorize things better because my goal is to teach. And I think this is a crucial, crucial part is that in instances like Google I.O., like all these different conventions, like, you know, that typically use very nice, expensive, you know, presentations, their goal is to educate. And when you're educating, words oftentimes are enough. Having an image to go along with the words or having your words to go along with your words are great ways to help people memorize things. And so like what I use, I use a PowerPoint. I create a PowerPoint, well, a Google Google Slides to be precise because I don't typically use PowerPoint, the program itself. 
Um, but I used it because my goal was to educate. And I knew that if I was purely educating, like there was no entertainment value to it. They had to be there. My goal there was, was to be a guest lecturer and lecture. And of course, I entertained in the form of my speaking presence in the way that I spoke. Of course, I did that. But um, you need to remember um, that it depends on your goal. And that used for props, for speaking styles, for everything. So when I'm giving a presentation from the class, to use that example, and if it's up, I hope it's up, um, I'll put it up so you can watch it and see my speaking style. It's different than if you've seen me speak to a group of teens. It's very different. My speaking, my energy is completely different. Um, I'm still, you know, energetic. I'm still happy. I'm still like me. I'm still me and my personality. But it's maybe a toned down version. Because I want to make sure that it appears an authority figure to people who are, you know, most of them are older than me. Um, I need to appeal to uh, be an authority figure to them. And so, you know, I, 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 I have to, anyway, I'm getting way off track. Where am I even going with this? Um, my speaking style was different. And of course, because it was different, I think that's where I was going, is that I had to use different props. I had to use different presentation, right? When I'm speaking, my normally when I'm speaking, I, do, you know, I don't use any kind of presentation. It's just me. There's no slide, no pictures, no nothing. Because it's just it's a distraction. For my speech, it would be a distraction. And for my audience, it would be a distraction. I want it all to be focused on me as a speaker. And I know that may seem like a little selfish, but your goal there is to have everyone focus on you as a speaker. Like that's your goal as a public speaker is have people focus on you and listen to you and retain your information. And so the first step, okay, I got I know I got a little sidetrack. Okay, bear with me. The first step in deciding, okay, do I even use a presentation or not? Is saying, well, how educational is your message? If it has if it's purely educational, like if you're not there to entertain at, at all or inspire. Inspire, sorry. That's what I forgot. I was trying to figure out the word entertain was not the correct word. It was entertain and inspire. Um, if you're not really there to inspire them or entertain them like that, if that's not your goal, then yeah, use a slideshow. Um, use a slideshow because that is going to help people remember things. But if your goal is more to inspire them to take an action, then I would say, okay, let's say, okay, why not? Why not? create your speech just without the presentation, without anything, and give it. Um, either give it to an audience or give it to a camera and see, is this is this fine? Like, do, do I need anything else? And then what you could even do is if you really want to spend time at this, which, I mean, if you want to become an actual public speaker, you're going to have to spend a lot of time on this. But um, use, create a presentation and then Give both of them and see which one goes over best. And then you have your clear winner. <laughs> and and because some when you'll see when you have a presentation, when you have a slideshow, is that people tend to get bored. If it's not because because and I've seen this especially um at teen conferences. I remember I was sitting in the back of one that I spoke at. I didn't use any presentation. The next speaker used a heavy worded presentation, which I mean I'm gonna skip to this next point and basically say too many words, bad, 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 bad. No justification for a ton of words unless you're trying to make a point that it looks ugly for some reason. Maybe you're doing a, a speech on design, okay? But you're trying to have people read, then like 
a few words, a maximum, like a sentence, like a short sentence. And because what you can do is you can split them up between the sides or you can make them appear one after each other. Don't put too many, too much text on the page at one time. If you want, if you have a lot of text that you want to go over, maybe because maybe, I don't know, you're doing a lecture on English or literature or something, break it up. So have a pair, have a sentence and then slide, next sentence, slide, next sentence. I know it's a, it's a lot harder than just pasting in a you know, small print, but the difference will be so dramatic because here's what happens. Here's what happens is that when people are reading the slide, they're not listening to you. And so if you're trying to talk while someone's reading, they're going to be paying attention to the slides, not to you. Okay, that's just how it is. Most people, like 90% of the people, 95% of the people that I've, that from what I've seen and from talks that I've given, they'll read the slides over listening to the speaker. And you, I mean, just thinking about how you react to a speaker, that's how you react to slideshows, right? That's how you do it. So if you are acting that way, don't expect other people to act a different way. Oh my gosh, it's been, and anyway, yeah, so... I'm a little, 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 a little over place today. It's early. I haven't quite had all my coffee today, but I really wanted to make this point and because it's just fresh in my head and I wanted to just get it out. So let's just recap. Let's put this into simple steps, okay? I'm a fan of simple steps, okay? Step one, is it educational? Is your goal, right, to educate or is your goal to inspire or entertain? If your goal is to educate, then yes, use, use a slideshow, all right? If your goal, I mean, and I want to say, I would say like most of the time, right? Certain speeches, yes, I would say don't, but most of the time you're going to want to use a slideshow, even if it's just having an image, even if it's just having a couple images, like it doesn't have to be fancy, just something to help them remember. Because when we see something and we hear something, there's a better chance of remembering it than just hearing something. And so, but if it's, informational or if it's um educate if it's sorry if it's inspirational or entertainment then i'll say most of the time no unless for purposes of like entertainment for comedy like um james veach does this very well i'll put a link in the description um he is hilarious first of all hilarious british comedian if you haven't heard of him but what he does is he is he reads you know spam emails so Reading him is a critical point of his comedy, and he does it so well. But it's something that not a whole lot of people can pull off, um, just because his his comedy style is that in and of its essence. So, if used for comedic comedic purposes, yes, you know, having a funny image pop up as you say something, yes, um, and and then of course, um, for if you're for inspirational. If maybe you want a quote up there, if you want an image, maybe a picture of your family, of an event that happened, maybe that you're telling a story about. Yeah, sure. Um, it's it's. I would say in most of the cases, no. But but yeah, sure. If you want something simple, if you want an image, you know, a quote. As long as you don't want to complicate it, there's no real harm. One of the problems also um, is that. If you don't have access to a projector, then your if your speech can't survive without that projector, then you're then then that's a bad speech. 
If you can do just fine without the projector, without the slideshow, that's a good speech. And that's what I'm saying is that, remember, a, a slideshow, a presentation is not a part of your speech. It's an addition to your speech, an unnecessary addition, but an addition that could help, right? All right. So step two, once you've decided, okay, if it's educational, right, pretty much going to use a slideshow. Um, if it's information, if it's for some reason, I can't say inspirational today, inspirational or for entertainment most of the time. No, but if you are, so step two, if you are going to use a slideshow right, forever, whatever reason, fewest words possible, like one word, like one word, right. Um, would be like the best and at most like a sentence, like don't give too much words. Okay. Um, and if you are need, if you, for some reason you have to put a lot of words on screen, then put them in sections, all right? So sentence by sentence by sentence. And then, okay. Step three, step three is practice with, with the presentation and without the presentation, give the speech with the presentation and without it. See which one does better, especially if you're just beginning speaking or if you're developing a new speech, you don't know it well enough to really know how it will go over. Test both of them because first of all, you're not so ingrained in just giving one speech that it's hard to add like a slideshow or take away a slideshow without it really confusing you, which again is not a great thing, but unfortunately just happens as a public speaker. You give the same speech so many times, it becomes a bit of a habit, but then, but, um, and oh my gosh, I got distracted by something out of my window. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what is going on with me today? <laughs> I need more coffee. That's what I need. Oh boy. I have such a long day ahead of me. Um, yeah. So back to it. Um, yeah. So it's unfortunately just a bad thing that happens to us as public speakers. And I'm not editing this, by the way, usually I'll edit out stuff like that. I'm not going to today. I'm going to leave it more long form, more raw. Um, first of all, that's just what I like. Um, yeah, so, um, keep it simple. Um, and oh yeah, so practice. Okay. Practice with and without practice, cutting it down. So, and this is the best rule. So I'm taking this copywriting rule for websites and I'm going to apply this to presentations because it's another form of design is write out what you want to write out on the slideshow. Just write it out then cut it in half. Okay. Spend some time, cut it in half, then cut it in half again. That is the best thing you're going to do for your slideshows. And when in terms of images, uh, make sure you, you use a license. Like I use Pexels. I'll put a link in the description for that. Um, super great, royalty-free website. Um, has a lot of great photos on there. That way, you, I mean, don't use like the worst thing you could possibly do is have like a Shutterstock icon over it. That would be awful. Um, but use really gripping photos. Photos that um, that are, I guess this is a or um, use photos, this is more of just a tip, use photos that reflect your speaking style, your speech, the tone, the story that you're telling. Um, don't just throw up a crappy um, picture of like a person raising their arms in a V for victory. That, that's just boring. Like, don't do that. That's not good. That's not going to compel them to help them remember anything. So use a really gripping photo. That's my advice. This has already gone long enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, so basically, oops, hit that. Stop using stop using presentations. If you have to, use them right, okay? Um, just, just don't fall to that trap of feeling that you have to use one. 
and and you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Know your speech well enough. Remember, it's an addition. I can't say that enough. The biggest problem I see with speakers using presentations is that it's a part of their speech, an integral part of the speech that they can't do without. They can't give the speech without. And that's just bad because what if a projector breaks down? What if you don't have access to one? I've given talks in campgrounds where we had no, there was no, there was barely any technology. So you got to have to be able to give your speech anywhere at any time. That's what makes a good public speaker. And don't worry, if you're just starting out, you'll get there. It took me five years to get to the point where I am. So give us some time, practice and speak a lot. Um, I'll probably talk about that um, in a, in probably the next one. Yeah, the next one. I'll talk about how to sell yourself as a speaker. So that way you actually not only get speaking gigs, but make money off of them, which is awesome and is really a goal because to make a living off of public speaking is one of the best things I could possibly imagine. And not to say I already don't. I kind of do. It's a mix. I have many, many sources of income. Anyway, if you noticed a increase in the quality of my voice, it's because I have moved and I have set up a studio. I have made my own soundproofing panels and I'm making more um, this morning, which is why I want to get out this podcast and then get to work on all this other stuff that I have to do. In retrospect, I probably should have made this more soundproofing panels before I recorded the podcast, <laughs> um, but I just really want to get it out this morning and get this off of my head. Um, yeah, so I have a legit studio now. I have a much better setup, and I'm super happy Doing going to be doing much more podcasts. I know my podcast has not been very consistent lately. Um, now that I have everything set up, I don't really have to worry about anything anymore about, so I can just podcast pretty much almost whenever I want. Okay. I will see you next time. Um, hopefully not too far in the future. Um, like it's been in the last few videos I've been moving for like the last two weeks. So it's been kind of chaotic. I haven't really had time to do anything, but I'll see you next time. Okay. And remember to always look on the positive side of things.